Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, guys, I just wanted to introduce this awesome, awesome person that I have right now. Um, this is Pastor Human, and very excited about this uh, conversation. We had, we had it. We were trying to do one before, but we had a sort of like technology problems. So, um, I want to introduce to this next guest. His name is Martin Gasco. He is from Ontario, Canada. And I just don't want to speak too much, but I'm just going to go ahead to let him introduce himself to this Anchor family and for every podcaster out there who listens to this uh, show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was my fault last time. I, uh, <laughs> I wasn't at home. I was stuck somewhere else. It's been a crazy, crazy time. But uh, here we are, and I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk fasting, feasting, <laughs> anything, anything involving food or whatever you want to talk about. I'm ready to do this. Well, last time we were talking, I know you were having a great time, and I know you're trying to make the most out of it. I know that I don't know how what is going on in Canada, but you know, here in the United States, um, things are seem to be like trying to get back to normal, trying to get back to uh, specific things. But it seems like uh, you know, everybody's kind of holding back. How are you guys are doing over there? It's been rough, you know. It's uh, it is what it is. The whole world's suffering right now, and. Uh... I'm just trying to think about it, you know, it's week eight and I am just, I'm just don't want to talk about it. I'm just over it. I want to just move forward. I'm, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to stay healthy myself, you know, it's uh, yeah. luckily, luckily my family is safe. That's all that matters. Yeah. And, and I'm just trying to make the most of it. You know, I still have internet access. I still have access to food and yeah. I still have access. I still have, we have a very good, you know, considering it could be a lot worse. So I'm yeah. making the most of it. <laughs> make the most out of it. I was going to tell you, I so. Uh, let's talk about survival because I think that uh, one of the things that you learn about doing intermittent fasting and fasting, and I know you've been doing this for some time. Take us a little bit back about how you uh, how you started with this. I know you're a blogger, and 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 so take us a little bit back to where you started from and how how that makes the ch- difference, the switch to where you are right now. Yeah. So this is my story is a long story. I, do you, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, just. Just go for it, and we go. We go as far as you know. <laughs> Just cut, cut me off if I'm getting boring. <laughs> so I've been training my whole life. I got into training in 2004 when I was in high school. I was lifting weights, and you know, you know, when you start lifting weights as a kid, you eat like a pig, you lift like an animal, and you get jacked, right? Yeah. But then as you get older, you know, even if you hit your 20s, then you realize that shit, it's tough to you know look good. Because you're lifting, but you're eating, but you're, you just, it, it doesn't always add up, right? Sometimes you eat too much, you get fat. And, and then, yeah. you know, I've always, so I, I always lift and I always, I always try to eat well. But, you know, I never looked like anything special. I just, I just looked like a guy that lifted. And then, teen, I started pro wrestling and jiu-jitsu. And just, I, wanted, I was 25, 26. I wanted to challenge myself. Yeah. So, th- so then, I always lived, like I said, I was, I was in decent shape. I wasn't embarrassed of myself. I wasn't, I wasn't proud either, though. So yeah. <laughs> I decided to look up different ways to get, you know, lean. And I wanted just to look good topless. You know, I'm not going to give you guys some emotional story. The truth is, I just wanted to look good. Yeah. <laughs> so I looked up every diet, and I, then, I, then I found uh, intermittent fasting. And I just, I, I couldn't accept it at first. Yeah. You know? I read, like, Lean Gains. Like, I started reading it in 2011. I, you know, 2012, I was still reading it. Then I was like, this. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Though you just eat for eight hours, like this. Like it sounds so simple, but yet it's so difficult to apply. Yeah. And it's just, it's tough. To, you're to, you're told your entire life to do things one way. It's tough to get out exactly, of that. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. So then I, 
yeah, so I started, you know, wrestling and, you know, pro wrestling is in front of a crowd and jujitsu is competition. So you, you, you need that stamina. You need to eat well, you have to recover. And then I started wrestling. Long story short, 2014, I looked at some pictures from a wrestling show. Yeah. And I had, and I didn't like the way I looked. You know, my stomach was hanging, and <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, shit, that's what I look like, topless. Oh. <laughs> and, and and Eric, let me tell you, it made no sense. You know why? Because I'm, I'm training, I'm doing everything right, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but yet I didn't look the way I wanted to. Yeah. You know, so it's frustrating. I'm sure, I'm sure people listening know how that feels. You know, you're doing, you're following the rules. They say, yeah. right? So I said, I got, I got to fix this. I got something's got to give. So then I, I turned back to fasting. Yeah. And I finally met a guy at the gym, the JP. He was doing fasting, and it was working for him. So I said, how come it works for him, but for me, I look like hell? Yeah. <laughs> it turns out I was doing it wrong, you know. I was, yeah, sure, I skipped breakfast, but then I eat like a pig for 12 hours straight, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and, I, so that, and I was going to tell you, I think that a lot of young cats that at your age and now you're looking back and kind of say, I wish I knew what I know now. And, but that's a part of the journey. But that's part of the process in which you look at, look back and say, man, I wish, once again, I wish I knew what I know now. But at the end of the day, it was a learning experience. It was a, something that you can, re- a lot of people can relate with this, just what you went through. Yeah, and it's also like, it's tough to find what works for you, you know, like, when you first start training, yeah, you like the training and, you know, we all want to eat well. Like, we all, like, nobody, nobody wakes up thinking that they're going to eat like hell, but kind of, you know, life gets in the way, you forget to make lunch, so then, you know, you buy, you buy a pizza. Yeah. And then, you know, you mess a workout or, you know, you know, like we're humans, right? Like life comes first. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're like, shoot, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. And that, that's when you got to tweak things and find, find the system that works for yeah. you, which luckily for me. So it wasn't until 2016 that I finally found that fasting actually, I made it work. And I finally looked at myself. I said, shit, I like the way I look. Yeah. <laughs> So, so let me, let me ask you a question. What works for you? Like as far as fasting, as far as your food intake, uh, are you more conscious of what you put into your body more than anything? Or does it kind of sort of like, okay, you know, it's not a big deal, but then I have, as a tool, I have fasting, but then at the same time, you know, we know that fasting can work as long as you have some particular schedule, some particular maintenance to do. So how did that work for you in regards to fasting? Yeah, so we all go through different stages. I went through a stage where I was eating clean. And then I went to a stage where I was eating like hell because I would just fast and eat like garbage, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I've been through every stage. And now, now I'm 32. And now I, I, you know what I do? I focus on progress over perfection. Exactly. I try to, I, there's, there's, there's a few key pillars to look out for. So one, make sure you have a tight eating window. Yeah. Two, make sure you're always training hard. So training hard also invo- involves recovering hard. Yeah training smart to get stronger and doing lots of walking and, st- and living an active lifestyle. And, th- and then, you know, then sleep and all that. And then the last thing is uh, nutrition. I mean, our nutrition could be first, but you know what I mean? Nutrition is very important, but yeah. if you fast and if you train properly, you can get away with a couple of treats. And, and the biggest misconception about fasting is that people who fast eat shitty food. Yeah. No, we don't eat shitty food. We just don't feel guilty by having a snack. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's true. Well, every well, every other diet shames you, and you know, if you're keto, you can't eat pizza. If you're vegan, you can't have this. You know, so many diets shame you. Yeah. When fasting, fasting just means you know what? I'm gonna train my ass off all week. I'm gonna eat some protein, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a slice of pizza. You know why? Because why yeah. not? 
I know it's not good for you. I know it's not high in protein. I know it's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch a movie with my girlfriend, boyfriend. I'm going to have a pizza. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so let me ask you something. So, yeah, because I think the, the, the biggest problem with the misconception is like, you cannot have this. But yeah, you can't treat yourself for specific. You have a little bit of leverage, but be able to treat yourself out with different things. And I, I have learned that as I've been doing intermittent fasting, all mad, you know, and just kind of sort of like going to what it was for me as, as far as, you know, my windows of eating. Uh, but I have to taste the, the kind of sort of extended fasting and sort of going back and forth. And But I don't worry so much like I used to before. I'm kind of sort of like, okay, it's not a big deal because, you know, I did, let's just say, 45 hours of fasting and, well, today is Taco Tuesday. I'm going to have some tacos. Uh, how do now represents to you now that you've been doing a lot of, you know, your posts and I see you, you've been very strong on Instagram and, and putting stuff. Um, how do your clients and people that come to you, is, what are they looking for the most? Is this a, something as simple as being fasting or something as simple as understanding nutrition? Yeah, so a lot, a lot of people, they, they, they don't really understand nutrition and just the whole idea of, of, of uh, getting lean. So what I try to show people is that you, you, you know, as long as if, if you get a system, if you get an eating window, and you get your protein in, you you can eat whatever you want without feeling guilty. You just can't have it every day, and you can't you can't eat only shitty food. So I try to show people how to, uh, you know, how to get their dream physique by uh by putting by putting in the work in the gym or whatever on the floor or in the park, and then by using fasting yeah. as as a tool. It's it's a tool where in a sense that. It makes your life easier, you know. You know that you, you have you have X amount of time to eat. You know that you got to get your protein in. You know that you got to make it count, and you also know that yeah. you can have a treat for the soul. So I, I find it a lot of people just need a system because the, most people they like they mean well, right? Like most people they want to get into shape, but you know you have you have a big breakfast, a big lunch, they're midnight snackers, and in our, in our culture we're constantly eating, which is nothing wrong with that, of course, you know. But it's good that we, yeah. we have that the resources to do that. But the unfortunate thing is that uh, you just don't get that dream body. And, and, you know, if you want that dream body, you got to get lean at some point. To get lean, you got to get into calorie deficit. To get into calorie deficit, you got to eat, you know, yeah. eat less. And how do you eat less? Well, you got to find a way to make it easy. And I personally, I don't know about you, I can't do portion control. <laughs> no, it, it, and that's the thing about, you know, because I have gone through the path of portion control myself. But I, it, it seemed like I, I was more stressed out as far as uh, portion control and what I was eating through the day because one of the things that I was doing wrong a lot, and I didn't know this, just as, this is me bumping into fasting because listening to a doctor, Dr. Jason Funk, I'm yeah, sure yeah. you know Dr. Jason Funk, yep. uh, he talked about it. He talked about it, what, what I did, what is happening to your body as far as your insulin spike, what is what's happening when you're eating breakfasts, you know, right from the moment you wake up and what's happening to your body when you do it again and, and so on and so forth. And uh, then, you know, things started making sense to me. I was like, wait a second. So just true. There was days that I didn't feel like eating, but I pushed my body to actually eat because, you know, in my mind was like, I need to maintain muscle in my ass and, and so on and so yeah. forth. Um, but that's not necessarily the truth. And, um, and then one of the things that what he said that, look, guys, your body is not a refrigerator. Your body is going to store a specific amount of calories, a specific amount of things that you have put into your body, but eventually you're going to have to burn it out. Exactly. And so um, how does it now 
compared to your 20s to your 30s now? How is it that, you, you know, because there's a huge difference because I was in my 20s, I was in my 30s. Now, how do you see the difference now compared now? Yeah, well, that's, a very, that's a very good question. So, so if you start training when you're young, then, then that's good because you, you can try to, try to maintain it. But I find the biggest issue for people as they get older, it's, it's, it's not the genetics so much or not the metabolism. It's their habits. Mm-hmm. So you go from, you know, playing sports all day, every day, you know, being on the baseball team, hockey team, training, lifting weights. You go from that to, you know, being in an office all day, snacking all day. You come home, mm-hmm. sit in front of the couch all evening. And, yeah. and then people are like, oh, I don't know why I'm putting on the pounds. Well, it's like, you know, you got to realistically assess your situation and what you're doing. If you're eating mm-hmm. all day, you're barely moving around. Like, like your body doesn't have a chance to burn those calories. I yeah. have friends. I, you know, I have friends that they, even if they, even if they still train hard, the problem is they eat like all day and like they eat chips. Yeah. And you just want to look. There's nothing wrong with watching Netflix, but if you're gonna sit in front of the TV for six hours and and eat and eat and watch, your body has no time yeah. to burn that off. So I find as you get older, you gotta your habits change. So you gotta you gotta fight that somehow. You know, you have to add yeah. you have to add play to your life, like. As a kid, you're told to play. As an adult, you're, you know, you're like, oh, you don't play anymore, right? And, <laughs> and Albert Einstein said it best. He said, play is the highest form of research. So get, yeah. I find that as an adult, we got to remember to play and like, get out there. Like I do jujitsu. I go for walks. You know? yeah. If someone says, let's go axe throwing, I'll go axe throwing or bowling or you know, go play frisbee. We got to get out. So when you hit your 30s, you, uh, you got to tighten it up. You got to tighten things up. You know, I, hate, I hate to say this, mm-hmm. but... Uh, no, you, can't, you, you, you don't get away with as much. And you, you can complain all you want about it, but that's, that's just life, you know? Yeah. And the hangovers last longer. You have less energy, you know? But that's just, yeah. what are you going to do? That's, that's life. So you got to just, you got to tighten things up. That's why I, I have a tight eating window. I, I, you know, I, when I drink, I drink vodka. I drink straight liquor, whiskey, or because, you know, yeah. beer screws you up. And look, I'm not, I'm not saying this to judge or to lecture anybody. I'm just saying how it is, right? Like, if you're going to party on a Saturday in your 30s, you got to plan for it. You know, maybe on Friday you have a high-protein diet. Maybe on Saturday you fast a little longer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Wednesday you do a couple extra rounds in the gym, right? Because yeah. you could still get away with, with having fun. you got to just plan for it. You can't just get drunk every day and eat <laughs> like hell. That's true. And, and then wonder, oh, what happened? My stomach's so big. You know, there's, yeah. it's not a mystery. You, know? you, don't, you don't have to hire detectives to figure out why your, why your stomach's so big. Well, you, you know, the, what, that's the, the whole idea about utilizing the tools the right way because I, I know quite a few um, people have come to me and has asked me, hey, how do you, how do you help out your son? And, you know, he's only 16. And how is it that you help out yourself? And how is it that you maintain, you know, your weight and, and so on and so forth? Well, uh, you know, I said to him, it's about, you know, knowing that I'm here to support you, but you have to do a little bit of homework. Have you seen people that are actually interested, but then at the same time, they, they don't want to do the homework? They don't feel like, they need to go for that little bit of research. Yeah, no, it happens all the time, unfortunately. Like, like I always joke around that fasting is doing nothing to get lean, which is true, but because you're skipping breakfast and you're doing nothing. Yeah. But the problem is that some people take that to heart and they don't ever do anything, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. like you gotta train. And and like there's the, and there's it depends how strict you are. If you're gonna be strict with your eating and say you eat very clean, then yeah, you can get away with uh, you know other things. But if you're gonna be, you know, real relax with your diet if you're going to be relaxed with your eating window if you're going to do half-ass workouts yeah sorry about that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see it right yeah so you guys so you gotta make your workouts count you know and 
And you know, I, I, I always say the best app on your phone is the camera. <laughs> yeah. It's the one app that doesn't lie. You take a picture, you look in the mirror, and the mirror doesn't lie. You know, like that's just sort of yeah, it's true because you know one of the things that when I look back, when I just had my life, my, my son that was just born about ten years ago, that's when I realized that I needed to do something about it because my health was on the line. You know, uh, being you know kind of sort of pre-diabetic it was a, a wake-up call for me. But then you know realizing that I was not the only one that was going through this kind of process, the kind of situation where tied to diabetes. Uh, high blood pressure, anything, all the stuff like that that comes along with not taking care of your body. Well, you know, at the end of the day, that, that's the last thing I want to feel like or taking medications for any, you know, way or shape or form. Um, do you have something like that? Do you have something that actually remind you, hey, listen, you know what? It's time for you to be able to make those, those changes because I know you were young, but then you're you're now you're in your 30s. Do you? Yeah, no, it's it's I. Not so much me, but I see it around me all the time. And, you know, I, I have friends and family getting older. And, you know, your, your health isn't what it used to be. And, unfortunately, you got, you got to switch things up, you know. Like, what worked for you at 20 is not going to work at 30. What worked at 30 is not going to work at 32. What worked at 32 won't work at 40. Yeah. So I believe in taking inventory of your life and being accountable. So if, you're not, if you don't like the way you look, if you don't like the way you feel, you got to assess. You got to see what's wrong. And sometimes you got to look at, you, gotta look, you know, what, what are you eating? Like, like. I use this thing called the paparazzi plan. I, I tell people to take pictures of your meals. People, we think we're eating healthy, but you know what? We're not eating as healthy as we think we are. Take some pictures and be like, ooh. Yeah. You look back at your camera, like, wait a minute, I eat crappy five days in a row, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's important to get, get, a, get a control of your health because health is wealth. And like, if you have your health, yeah. you know, you're, you're pretty unstoppable. And life, life is a lot better when you wake up, you know, as a man with that high testosterone. You, know, you wake up ready to go. You wake up excited to take on life and you know when you're training hard and eating well you become a better man a better father better better partner better person yeah a better member of society right like you don't want to be another lazy person all negative we have enough of that the world needs leaders we need we need people that are just full of life full of energy and this could be you you know yeah just add some fasting to your life add some protein train harder you know you're in control of your life you got to do something about it it's absolutely true. This is one of the things that I, I, I talk about in regards of, uh, you know, going through those baby steps that sometimes it, it, it might take you a while, but eventually, you know, you got to look at the long-term benefits versus the short-term because, you know, a lot of people, they want that quick fix, fix, uh, fixing on the problem, but it, that's not going to happen that way. No, yeah, we're all looking for shortcuts and it's human nature, you know, like I want... Like when I'm going somewhere, I look up the fastest route. I don't look up the slowest route, right? Yeah. Like, like GPS, no, nobody uses the slowest option on the GPS, yeah. right? But sometimes the fastest way there is the was the quickest. If you know what, I'm sorry. Sometimes the longest way there is the quickest. If that makes well, sense. Well, in in a sense, it does. It kind of sort of does. I mean, like once again, when we go back again, and say, I mean, I wish I knew what I know now compared to where I am right now. But it could be better. But at the end of the day, what is makes it even better is so now you have. A, a much better perspective of what you went through and so and that's how a lot how a lot of people relate with you um just wanted to ask this question is as far as you know um you know that the, the the places that you go to because i've seen you have been in different places and and you know around you know obviously different countries uh yeah. if you were going to a country where will you be and you say this is this is the place i want to stay with 
Well, so what's the like, what's my favorite? Place? Yeah, like if you were to go to a country, which country would you would you say is this is my place to be at? Oh man, that's a tough question. I so I love to travel. I got into travel. A good the good thing about skipping breakfast is that's extra money for travel. Yeah. <laughs> so my favorite things to do are travel and to explore and look for foods. I uh, my favorite places. I gotta say, Colombia is one yeah. of them. I like Colombia. I like Spanish. I like I like the language, the culture, the women, <laughs> everything about it. Yeah. I like Colombia. Colombia is a good place. I, I, I like, like Medellin and uh, Cartagena. I like, so Colombia is good, good food. Good. I always look for good food and good weather too, yeah. you know, cause, cause I live in Toronto and it's always cold. Like it's, it's, it's May and I'm still wearing a winter jacket. <laughs> Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. The, the weather's coming. Cause it's hot in here in Florida. And I tell you this month, man, it's getting super hot. Um, it's May though. Like amazed. Like I'm ready to not wear a winter jacket. I mean, just a hoodie, you know? <laughs> um, so I, I, I like Colombia. Sorry, so yeah. Colombia is the place that you just say, okay, uh, this is the place I want to go and actually kind of, you know, it's my place to be at if I need. Well, and maybe Thailand because Thailand's got really cheap food and good weather oh, too. Okay, okay. So, so in Thailand, Thailand, I did a lot of like jujitsu there and weightlifting. So you can train, go to the beach, and then have a feast. You know, have some pad Thai. Oh, yeah. Oh, have. Oh man, some pad girl pro. Any? Oh my gosh, I love I love Thailand. <laughs> um. What is a, a common myth about fasting, and, and can you debunk about fasting? Oh, there's a lot of myths about it. A lot, a lot of people think that that, that they're, uh, the biggest one is that people think their muscles are going to fall off if they don't eat. Like, like so, like people believe that you have to eat first thing in the morning, or else your muscles will will just disappear. And they also believe that uh, you have to eat right after working out, and that there's a protein window, and if you don't eat in that window, you will die. You will wither away. <laughs> You know, your family will disown you. You'll be separated from society. You'll be excommunicated. Uh, none of that happens. You, you know, you obviously need to eat. No one's telling you not to eat. We're just telling you not to eat for a certain amount of yeah. time. When you, when, you, when you do eat, you have to feast. So your muscles will not fall off. I've gained weight. The most of my top students and clients are people who are lifting weights and killing it in the gym. Like they're f- professional fighters, professional wrestlers, yeah. athletes. So your muscles will not fall off. In fact, I've done a lot of research. Fasted training is the best. If you wake up, drink a coffee, and train, that that is an incredible feeling. That's the only way I train. Yeah. So yeah, that's the biggest myth. So people like who lift weights think it's the end of the world. They lift and then they don't eat. They think like their muscles will fall off and that they're like I don't I don't know what people think. Like I used to believe this too. I used to think that oh man, if I don't eat every two hours, my muscles yeah. fall off. But it's like, how's that even possible? You know, the like, reverse actually is, you know, the, your actually your body becomes more efficient. It actually utilizes what is store, store glycogen in your body to utilize the energy source to be able to maintain your muscle mass. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, that was my biggest fear. That's the biggest fear for most people that think they can't train fasted. Yeah. And of course, it's not going to be easy if you're if you're not used to it. It's not going to be easy. And of course, if you're gonna if you're gonna train like twenty eight hours into a fast, that's that's just crazy. I, but yeah, if you just skip breakfast and try to train in the in the morning or lunch, you'll be fine. And that that's a misconception that a lot of people struggle with. They just think that they have to eat before yeah. training. I know one guy I've been training with uh, before all this. He has to eat before training, and I just I don't. I can't eat before yeah. training. I I train hard and then I feast and then it's you know it's time to eat. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you, it, you know, as, how, what is the longest you have you fast for yourself? Uh, 48 hours. Uh, um, I don't do too many long fasts. That's one thing that I'm, I'm uh, a bit weird about. I like, 
I don't mind doing a daily 20, 24-hour fast. I just don't like the uh, longer ones. I'm, I, 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 like, I like to eat, you know. So I'll do, I've done 48 about three times. That's, that's my record, and that's usually where I stop. And I've, I got to do a 72-hour fast. That's on my to-do list. That's going to happen hopefully sooner than later. But for now, 48 hours is my got record. Got you. Yeah, no, th- this is one of the things that it went through uh, the process where it was not going to happen overnight when it, when it came down to 72 hours. Because I had done seventy two hours uh, consecutively, you know. Exactly. Oh, nice. So, but, it, but it's nice. not. I would I would do seventy two hours or at least once a month, just to really yeah, at least once a month or maybe other two months. Every other two months, I would do seventy two hours, uh, because twenty four hours and forty hours kind of sort of like you know something that I, I go back and forth here and there. Uh, but then, yeah, go ahead. I've never gone that far. Good for you. Good for you. I, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, question: uh, What would you? Uh, what would you um, give uh, someone uh, wanting to enter intermittent fasting or fasting advice? Yeah, so just ease into it. Just, uh, you know, what the trick is get lots of sleep. The beauty about fasting is that you can just sleep, oh, right? Yeah. Like, like that impacts your time. So I would get a lot, a lot of sleep. You know, sleep, well, you know, if you, if you got like a Sunday, you got the day off, sleep in, catch up on your sleep, get eight, nine, ten hours of sleep, yeah. have a glass of water, cold water, have a black coffee, and just delay your first meal, you know? It doesn't have to be like a whole scientific thing. You don't have to think about it. You can just delay your first meal, you know, have a coffee and then see how you feel. 12, 1, you know, have your first meal. Six hours later, have your next meal. And there you go. That's all it is. It's not that it's not as th- it's not as tough as it's not as daunting as we think it is. We don't have to sit there and stare at the clock, yeah. which goes, goes, goes to my next point would be to uh, keep busy, yeah. you know. If you're going to sit there and just staring at the clock, of course, you're going to be hungry. You're, you're bored and your mind's turning yeah. on you. And like hunger, hunger is also a trained thing. We're trained to, you know, eat every couple hours. That's not that's not how we're supposed to do it. So just try to find something to do. You know, find a good book, find find a walk you want to go on, a trail, drink lots of water, explore, walk around. Like today, I went for a you know an hour walk. I had a coffee, walked around, explored. By the time I came home, by the time I did some work, it was already five, and I did a twenty-one hour fast. I had a feast, and now here I am doing this podcast. Yeah, man, and I'm you know. And this is what I, what I love about the fact that you you be able to time yourself on your schedule and you know what is working for you and how is it that you know you become much more be able to do much more things than just eating. Um, what do you wish you you have known when you when you started out? What start out fasting or training? Both. Let's just say both. Um, as far as what you wish you have known back then. I wish I knew that uh, it's okay to not, not have to follow unrealistic rules, you know. Like, I used to try to follow all these rules, eat every two hours, eat this much protein, don't do this, don't yeah. do that. And, and it, it's, not, it's not all or nothing, you know. You can ease into it. You can lift weights and still enjoy a slice of pizza. You can be into fitness and still, you know, sleep in or, or still have a drink when no occasion calls for yeah. I just, I just wish I knew that it was okay. And it's like, this isn't like a religion. This isn't a cult. Like, you're allowed to be a fitness person who has fun, right? Like, you don't have to be so strict about it all the time. You're more likely to get results if you're actually enjoying the process because nobody needs another job. We already hate our current job. We don't need a second job. Yeah, it's true. And, and, and that's one of the things, so, you know, because I think that we, I think we work, and, and this is not trying to, in any way, shape, or form, trying to make feel anybody, uh, bad about it it's just that in kind of sort of way we have we work for 
for spending so much on food, I didn't yeah. realize how much food I was spending on because now I'm more, I think I save somewhere every month about $2,000 just on food grocery. Wow. Because in the past, we used to purchase so much and yet it would last for you know, a particular week or two weeks and then we go back and do it again. And that's because I was eating five to six meals per day. Yeah, no, it catches up, right? It's a lot, it's a lot of money. That's a whole other topic too. Yeah. It's, uh, and yeah, just, it's, not, it's not cheap eating every couple of hours. <laughs> exactly. So it's just imagine, you know, buying groceries just to be able to eat in that way was just detrimental. A little bit very stressful. Um, yeah, it's a lot of food. And especially when you have boys in the house. And, you know, I, I have, you know, I have four boys. It's not like... Oh my God! I have four four children that, if they were hungry, that would just basically it will be most of the stuff will be gone. Um, quick question to you is um, what is it that you that you now now that you're in your thirties look for in your forties? Because I know a lot of people, you know that a lot of people that are in their forties, they wish they were in your thirties. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not looking forward to being forty. If that's your question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be in my thirties forever. <laughs> if anything, I'm, I guess I'm looking forward to you know getting stronger and, and seeing what consistent consistency does yeah. for you. But yeah, I want to stay young forever. <laughs> I know that's not the answer, but yeah, I just want to see how, how I can stay youthful. Yeah. So hopefully, I can. Hopefully, I keep on doing all this stuff and I stay youthful and I don't and I and I, and I age well. That's that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know if you listen to David Sinclair. David Sinclair is one of the well-renowned. Um, research he's a phd and research in regards of longevity and youthfulness and so talking about the aging now is related is actually talking about it that aging will become a disease versus you know like you know that's something they are talking about it now and i don't know if you have listened to david sinclair but um how fasting has completely manifest to be able to help longevity um I have, oh nice nice i have i'm re, i re, i have I have the books that i have from uh, debbie sinclair and one of the things that you know as you practice intermittent fasting fasting and, and you're protecting yourself from you know have a, a a very healthy lifestyle this can be prolonged your life plus more and depending on you know um because a lot of people thinking, well, once I turn 90, it's over for me. But I think that it's hard to do a lot with your mindset more than anything. And that is obviously uh, a lot with the, 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 put, the stuff that you put into your body. Because one of the things that he explains, look, the less that you're put, less the stress you put into your body by eating all these foods. And, you know, the, the more likely you will be able to live longer. Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen those studies. Yeah, I've seen studies about fasting and uh living longer i i i've posted about that before i kind of jokes saying that i'm I'm gonna live forever because i'm because i'm fasting yeah and that's and one of the one of the benefits out of uh intermediate fasting fasting is that you give your body a break from so much uh stress yeah. levels especially when you're eating you know you put in a particular one hour two hours of eating you put in your body and stuff. imagine putting it again uh eight times or maybe four of six to seven meals through the whole day, imagine doing that. Um, no, for, know, sure. So just, for sure. So that makes a lot of sense when he talks about that, you know, the lesser the better and just ma- maintaining a certain specific amount of calories that you need for the day. Um, 
perfect. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> have, you, have you noticed that your family now more is was was it a up with the with the changes you were making? Because I'm pretty sure your parents and uh, the family members, do you had a problem with that at the beginning? Yeah, you know, everyone does. Most people are not used to it because it's so different. You know, we're so we've been trained since the 20s, you know, for over 100 years now to uh, to eat breakfast first thing in the morning. Right. And uh, it's just tough for my family to accept it. And, you know, I've done like fa tough mutters and like actual competitions fasted and people go crazy. They, they can't fathom it. They don't understand yeah. how. And, yeah, I've got a lot of resistance. My, my, my one brother, he doesn't do it, but my other brother doesn't and swears by it. But yeah, you're gonna get a lot of resistance, and I find the best way to approach this is to is to not not even talk about it. You yeah. know, like I don't I don't go to family events to argue about my my how I eat or how I don't eat. So yeah, most people they're not used to it because as 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 popular as it is to us this fasting world, it's not that popular to a lot of people. A lot of people it's still very strange, very different. Yeah. So hope maybe one day it'll be accepted, but for now I know it's it's still a bit weird. So I try not to bring it up. I don't want to be that weird guy, you know. <laughs> it's like hey, wait a so second, I just, I'm not right now. <laughs> yeah, I just do my thing. I, I just say I just say you know I'm not hungry, and like most people know they deal by now, and they don't agree with it. But I, I, you know it's not my job to convince, you know, a 65 year old Polish lady that she shouldn't have cake for breakfast. You know, <laughs> they're not they're not gonna change. It's not gonna do me any good, and I just want to enjoy my family time yeah. and. You know, I, I'll just get, you know, when, I, when I'm in that situation, I'll just get a coffee. I'll say, no, you know, I had a big dinner. I'm not hungry. And what? Like, nobody can, nobody can make you eat, right? Like, nobody can force you. Yeah. I'll just have my coffee and I'm on my own business. And some people want to argue. And I'm just like, look, I don't want to, like, this is just what I do. I don't want to, I don't want to argue. It's not my job to, con I'm not running a religion here. I'm not running a cult. It's not my job to convince you. Yeah. If you want to try it, I can help you. If you don't want to try it, that's just as cool. Yeah. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I would like to fly, I guess, just to get around faster and travel more. <laughs> yeah, not, right? actually, you know what? That's uh, that's a re really cool superpower. Actually, just fly away, and oh yeah, and just get. I would I would I would fly to Florida in the winter, come back to Toronto in the summer, and maybe you know go to Colombia, Thailand, just fly. <laughs> that's yeah. Save save time. Save save time waiting in lines at the airport. It's, it's right? true. It's true. But you would you will have drones all around you because they'll be like, wait a second, this is this is not this is not real. <laughs> Ah, they'll, they'll keep me company. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, um, if you were a type of food, what type of food would you be? A pizza, because everybody loves me on a Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, is it, is it, is it, we're talking about pepperoni or just a cheese? The meat lover, for those that know what they uh, want out of life. <laughs> uh, so I was going to ask you, um, if... There's something that you will not deny, and that's human nature. And this is one of the things that I, I definitely can relate because I'm, we all human. Whether it's your mom's or the particular restaurant that you like to go, what kind of food that you will not say no to? Oh, I mean, chicken. I love chicken. I love steak, any kind of meat. I'm a meat lover. Yeah. Yeah, I don't say no to chicken, steak, or salmon. I love salmon, and ah, uh, yeah. When it's time to feast, my friend, it's time to feast. You better watch out. I don't joke around. <laughs> and what would be your favorite restaurant that you say no to? That I say, okay, I need to go to this place and actually, man, again, you know, my food. Uh, you know, I like I like Mexican food a lot. You know, so anything Mexican around me, I I could always go to and enjoy a nice, nice, a nice burrito bowl or some chicken steak, some some beans, or oh, some rice. You know, pollo con arroz, you know, some good stuff. Yeah. 
If you were a type of food, what type of food would you be? Uh, I don't know. I guess a uh, protein, <laughs> meat, chicken, or steak. <laughs> um, quick question. As far as right now, and and you've been doing blogging for some time, um, and I see you doing a lot of um work on the on the blog, and you know doing videos. Uh, what do you what do you get more now than now that you have the plenty of time? Are you have discovered something about yourself that you didn't see that before this whole situation going on with this uh, virus? I've discovered that I like to uh, create. You know, I, I've always liked to create, but now even more so. Like a lot of people are bored in isolation, and I'm okay because I'm creating content. I'm making videos, writing articles. Mm-hmm. And this is what I enjoy to do. I enjoy to make make stuff. I enjoy to write and help people. And I'm, I'm and I'm content. You know, I'm happy. I'm not I'm not going to be complaining. I'm going to use the most of this time. That's right. Yeah. My following's been growing, and I'm just going to create more content and try to help more people. That's that's just what I what I got to do. Right? So hopefully, keep keep on creating and helping people. Out that's actually true. And one of the things that you know that with that we have as as we create content and and we connect with people is that they they get to know you better by having with this reading podcast video they get to see who you are in a th- almost like a 360 degree because i know that your whole purpose is to help them out um yeah that that's what that's, that's what it's all yeah. about right it's too many people are talking about themselves you gotta talk about others and help other people when you when you you get back what you put what you put into the world yeah, it's right? it's true and so if you if you put in a million dollars of value you get a million dollars yeah. back if you put in zero value, you'll get zero, and you'll spend the rest of your life wondering why nobody cares. Well, yeah, it's exactly it's absolutely true. Um, quick question to you is, um, how do you feel about, um, and this is goes into mental health, and 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 this is the month of mental health awareness. Um, have you connect have your connection of spiritual connection now when you have done that twenty two hour fasting? Do you feel more connected spiritually or? It's something that hasn't yet happened to you. Yeah, no, it's a spiritual roller coaster, or emotional roller coaster. At that thirty-hour mark, you, you know, at the forty-hour mark, you start questioning life. You start thinking about weird stuff and unique things, and you're just like emotional. It's a weird feeling because you know you're still alive. You know you're not gonna die. You know that you're gonna eat soon. It's just a very interesting feeling, and I recommend everyone try at least one extended fast. Yeah. Just to, just to see like how your mind turns on you, like you might, you might be sitting there feeling fine, and the next second you're hungry, or you're just like, start thinking about random scenarios from like six years ago. It's definitely a roller coaster, and I, and I and I mean that's the one thing I enjoy about the extended fast when I do do them is that you do you do you do a lot of deep introspective like thinking, and you get you get stuck in deep thoughts, and you really do you know, question a lot of things. Mental clarity, that's one of the things that you get out of, uh, you know, when you're heading ketosis and your body's going through this process of switching energy source. Um, and, oh, yeah. And what, this is a very, um, one of the things that I always tell people is something you're going to get the feeling of a, I think what I found it on my first few weeks, on the, I think it was the second week of doing intermediate fasting, that's not noticing the energy levels in my body and noticing that that was more self-aware. Um, as we as we are in this month of mental health awareness, what would you say to any guy who is trying to figure out life and you know whether it's twenty thirties? What do you what would you say to somebody? Hey, look, everything is going to be okay. Just gotta you know be around people that want to see you succeed. 
Yeah, no, it's important to have goals and to to try to set some bold goals for yourself and to try to challenge yourself because the mind turns on itself. So if you if you allow yourself to get bored, you're going to always be frustrated and annoyed. And uh, when you have big goals, you don't have time to waste. You don't get, you don't get caught up in, in schemes and scams and causing trouble. Mm-hmm. You need something that you need something to motivate you, you know, something bigger than yourself. That's going to force you to wake up and get out of bed with excitement and, and want to just tackle the day, you know what I mean? You need something, something to get you excited. I was going to ask you, do you, who do you recommend as far as books, as far as uh, YouTubers, as far as uh, somebody that you look forward to uh, on a constant basis? Um, if you can share with that with the audience, who, who was the to-go guy when you were going through this process? Yeah, you know, there's people like Gary Vaynerchuk are always good. He's very motivational. There's that Tim Ferriss has a good podcast and good books. Uh, Ryan Holiday has a good book, The Obstacle is the Way. And also, I mean, I, I also recommend not, not consuming too much content. I mean, these guys are a good start. It's good to watch and consume. But at some point, you got to just look yourself in the mirror and, and do something. You got to yeah. start your own project. Yeah, you got to just push yourself. I mean, self-help is an addiction. You, you definitely got to get in, into the zone of working you know on your own projects and you got to be a creator yeah. you got to be a you got to be a leader and yeah you know what watch an occasional motivational video but then at some point you got to create and actually do that's something. true that's absolutely true i completely agree with you and uh, one of the things that when i was consuming you know the knowledge and consuming all different other podcasters it was the time for me to be able to create my own and be able to create be creative and and uh one of the things that i discovered on myself is that you know, I went back to the love of things that I was so interested in, to building computers, fixing computers, and things like that that I've never touched in a while. So you discover something about yourself when you're going to face things like this. It's something you can share with your, your grandkids when, you know, once you're getting to that age. Um, uh, for people that are listening to this podcast, where can find Martin and where can they connect with you? Any links? Any yeah, 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 yeah. Just add me on uh, Instagram, Martin Feast, and everything is there. I got the link in the bio that sends you to my website. Shoot me a message, say hello, follow me, Martin Feast, and uh, we'll be in touch. And uh, I'm always available. If I don't get back to you, I will. And you know, send me any questions you have. Well, Martin, I I'm very thankful and grateful for the fact that you jump in and do this again. I know we had a little bit of interference with technology before, but I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, for coming into my podcast and give you two cents and, and you know, um, hopefully we will have people coming into you because I want to have guys in the bottom of this uh, description below of this podcast, it's going to have all his information. You guys can contact him and connect with him on Instagram, just like the way I did with him uh, previous. And um, once again, uh, if you want to give a few takes and um, this end of this podcast. Oh, sorry, you want me, you want me to give yep. a take? Yeah, skip breakfast, not pizza, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the best morning cardio is walking to the coffee shop. So get your black coffee, keep busy, get shit done, and enjoy your free time in the morning. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you so much, and look forward to doing this again. No Thank problem, you. Martin. Bye.